May the Lord give you His peace. Good afternoon. This is Father Stosh Daly, joining you on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with your daily message of hope. Today, as we draw to a close this hour, and even this afternoon, and we look ahead into the hours of the evening, let us spend these few moments considering the great gift given to us by God. That gift is the Holy Eucharist. That gift is Jesus Christ himself, second person of the Trinity, God the Son. As we enter into these few moments, considering the great gift that dwells among us, Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, I invite you to join me in a spirit of prayer, directing our attention to the Lord, offering our hearts to our Father in heaven, opening our minds to Jesus, his Son, and giving the wounds and the scars of our lives to the Holy Spirit for healing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A prayer attributed to Pope Clement XI. I believe, O Lord, but may I believe more firmly. I hope, but may I hope more securely. I love, but may I love more ardently. I sorrow, but may may I sorrow more deeply. I adore you as my first beginning. I long for you as my last end. I praise you as my constant benefactor. I invoke you as my gracious protector. By your wisdom, direct me. By your righteousness, restrain me. By your indulgence, console me. By your power, protect me. I offer you, Lord, my thoughts to be directed to you, my words to be about you, my deeds to respect your will, my trials to be endured for you. I will whatever you will. I will it because you will it. I will it in the way you will it. I will it for as long as you will it. O Lord, enlighten my understanding, I pray. Arouse my will, cleanse my heart, sanctify my soul. May I weep for past sins, repel future temptations, correct evil inclinations, nurture appropriate virtues. Give me, O good God, love for you, hatred for myself, zeal for my neighbor, contempt for the world. May I strive to obey superiors, to help those dependent on me, to have care for my friends, forgiveness for my enemies. May I conquer sensuality by austerity, avarice by generosity, anger by gentleness, lukewarmness by fervor. Render me prudent in planning, steadfast in dangers, patient in adversity, humble in prosperity. Make me, O Lord, attentive at prayer, moderate at meals, diligent in work, steadfast in intent. May I be careful to maintain interior innocence, outward modesty, exemplary behavior, a regular life. May I be always watchful in subduing nature, in nourishing grace, in observing your law, in winning salvation. May I learn from you how precarious are earthly things, how great divine things 
How fleeting is time, how lasting things eternal. Grant that I may prepare for death, fear judgment, flee hell, gain paradise through Christ our Lord. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, leaning into the words of the prayer given to us by that saintly pontiff, we open our minds to the great gift, open our hearts to the great gift, and yes, even open our wounds, our scars, to that great gift that is Jesus dwelling among us in the Holy Eucharist. Just take a moment right now and think about where you are, perhaps at home, perhaps at work, maybe in your car, maybe you're in the middle of performing a task with your hands, cleaning something, putting something away, filing something, typing something, organizing something. And yet, as we listen to these words, these words are about Jesus. We ask Jesus to reveal to us where he is closest to us. Where is that tabernacle that is closest to us? Where is that closest church that has a tabernacle within which, within whom is our Lord? Are we driving by a church? Do we live near a church? Are we passing by a convent or a chapel or an oratory? Where we are now, think of that in relationship to where he is in that tabernacle, where he is reserved for prayer, for adoration and healing and consolation. The Father comes to us through Jesus. And coming to know Jesus, we open ourselves to the spirit that he sends. We ask in this few moments that constitute this time, this message of hope, we ask that constant attentiveness to know Jesus and to know where he is so that way we know where we must go, here and now and then and there. Where is that tabernacle that we must go? First, if possible, in person. Or, secondly, at least through our intention in prayer. We must know the Lord. We must seek the Lord. That is our task in this life, to seek the Lord, to seek the face of Christ. A popular passage we hear proclaimed at Holy Mass during the Easter season is a passage that is taken from the Gospel of John, the 21st chapter it's in the first part of the 21st chapter, verses 1 through verse 14. Perhaps you'll remember this being proclaimed at Mass during the Easter season. John's Gospel. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana and Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat. But that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. 
So he said to them, Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it, and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. These words given to us by our venerable brother, the Holy Apostle, St. John, one of the two sons of Zebedee, referred to towards the beginning of the passage. These words bring us an invitation to be stirred, to be caught up with a flame of fire, a flame of divine love, a flame, a fire, a love that will as much purify us as heal us, a flame, a fire, a love that will convict us and drive us as much as invite us to enter into the silence and solitude of prayer. These words give us much to consider, but not the least of which is how when Jesus spoke to the apostles, they had been out all night seeking to just get away, go do something familiar, but something that would not require a lot of attention or effort. They threw the net but they were not so much fishing as just trying to process, think about what had happened in the days prior and the days previous. But in the morning, the Lord, God in the flesh, was there, and he spoke to them. But only one of the apostles who were there, only one of the disciples who were there, recognized the voice of Jesus. It was John. John is the one who recognized the voice and thus made the statement, it is the Lord. And then everyone else responded. My dear brothers and sisters, if we want to seek the face of Jesus, if we acknowledge our task in this life is to seek Jesus, to seek out his face, then we must embrace his heart, as John did at the Last Supper, to embrace the sacred heart of Jesus. And in embracing the heart, we will then know his voice. And no matter where we may be, no matter what we may be doing, no matter what is going around us in life, because we are seeking his face and we have embraced his heart in the Eucharist, we will always recognize his voice. The voice of Jesus brings us peace, healing, consolation, a challenge, and conviction. This afternoon, may the Lord give you his peace. <laughs>